Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thanks for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast hosted by two dudes that have never met each other in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa, and my co-host, Mr. John M. Craig. And I live in New Jersey. As you say, Red Bank, New Jersey, but I have to explain it. It's not Red Bank. It's Middletown, but whatever. It doesn't matter. I'm, uh, yeah, I don't live anywhere near Colin, and we have never, ever, ever, ever met in real life. That is true, and we are 1,050 miles away from each other as the crow flies. How long How long a drive? <laughs> I don't know. It depends on how fast you go, I guess. I how much construction, right? you know, Should all that I kind of shit. Should I get in the car right now? Uh, no. You know, I was thinking uh, if we, okay, you were talking about, uh, I think, something like, we, I, did you say something about Show 100 we should meet or something like that? Uh, find yeah, someplace. that'll never work out. I mean. Probably not. But um, When's that going to time out right now? I mean, can when you, would time, well, yeah. Show 100 would be, uh, okay, so the one-year anniversary is about, uh, I think, like August 20th, somewhere in that range. And then the, I believe, to get uh, 100 episodes, we'd be into somewhere around late September, somewhere in that time frame. So uh, mm. not that far off, but I had some thoughts about this. I was thinking, um, I, here's what I would like to do. Uh, you and I have a, a common acquaintance, uh, somebody, another online person that uh, neither one of us have met, a guy that we used to uh, speak with uh, on the Anchor app, a lot of guy named Derek, uh, or a lot of guy, a guy named Derek Markham. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Uh, I, I, I think it would be, and he lives in uh, New Mexico. He's like out in uh, a town called Silver City, New Mexico, and he lives kind of out in the desert. And he lives mm-hmm. uh, by his own accounts. Uh, I don't know if he would call it that exactly, but he, it's a bohemian lifestyle that, that he lives. He's and, got like a compound. Yeah. He's got he, like he's... A hundred right. kids and, uh, you, you know, everybody's got, uh, they've all got interesting names. And uh, it's just, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a great guy to talk to. Uh, and uh, they, uh, so they're out there in that in an adobe house in in the desert. And uh, he and his wife and, and all the kids and, and uh, all the critters and stuff living there. Uh, they're vegan. They uh, just, I, I like the guy. He's 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 an, he's an interesting guy. But mm-hmm. what I was thinking was, and he's also into this mushroom growing thing lately. He's, he's become a, uh, I don't know if he's getting paid for it yet, but he's really gone off the deep end into growing mushrooms. And I, I don't know that they're the uh, happy mushrooms. The, the, oh, uh, not the psychedelic type of mushroom. Well, I don't know. I, I hope he is, actually. There's something like mm-hmm. that. Because what I was thinking was a great place for us to meet would be to go down and uh, find Derek Markham in, uh, in New Mexico and... And uh, have him take us out in the desert out there somewhere, and, and we'll eat some of those magic mushrooms, and uh, we'll just uh, trip balls out underneath the, uh, the stars in the desert. Are you, are you down with it? One will never come back. His name is John M. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Something is going to happen. I'm afraid, man. <laughs> no, you know, you, you'll be like the guy in Jethro Tull. You'll be out there with uh, knickers on and uh, barefoot, playing a flute, you know. Um, <laughs> with your with your man bun thing, you'd be like, uh-huh. yeah. I don't know, man. I I'm I, uh, I locomotive breath. Come on. I'm not afraid. <laughs> You're not afraid. I, you are afraid. No, Come I'm on. so afraid. Come on. I'm, what I'm, what like, are you? I'm, what's what's the fear? A little psychedelic mushroom experience out in the I, desert where nothing's gonna hurt you. You're gonna be out just you and me, Derek Markham and the coyotes. And I don't think I can. I can handle the coyotes. I don't think I can handle the psychedelics. What? I think I'd be more afraid of the coyotes. Not that there's really anything to fear per se about a coyote, but uh, I, I think it, it, it's good. It, it would be a good reset for you. It would just boom. Your your clock would just start all over. You'd be straight I, up and down six o'clock and just taking right I'm, off again. I'm just afraid my head will explode. Like just too much. Like just be like, oh shit, you know. Like I'm really, I'd be afraid. I'd never wanted to do them in college or whenever. I just like, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'd either like them too much or freak the fuck out. Well, I, I think that that's a a. Con- 
common thing. I think that we had that, you know, it's been drove into people's mentality for, uh, driven into people's mentality. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, for, you know, since since day one that, you know, if you eat, uh, if you take uh, psychedelics, if you do, you know, acid, mushrooms, whatever, you know, you're gonna have a bad trip. You're gonna, you're gonna see Satan and he's gonna chase you and, you know, all these things, which, and I'm not saying that something like a bad experience couldn't happen, but I am sure that if you were in the right environment with the right people, you'd be fine. You'd, you'd, you, and they've shown now that this psilocybin thing, it's, it's extremely beneficial for a lot of people with mental health. Uh, and I'm not saying you have mental health issues. I'm just, oh, I'm just. Oh, you, I mean, you may not have met me, but this is uh, 64 times that we have recorded at length. Come on. Yes. <laughs> I have mental health issues for sure. Yeah. Okay. I, need, I need help. So maybe yes. Maybe the answer is yes. What if he just has regular, like regular mushrooms, just like the eating, like the, like he's a fun guy. You know what I mean? Like a fun guy mushroom. I got gotcha. you. I, I know where you're going with dumb, that. That's a dumb, I hate that. I hate jokes. That's the yeah. go-to mushroom joke, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what yeah. the joke is. Yeah, but uh, just consider it. Just, just I think you should. I'm probably. not opposed to it. I'm not opposed to it. Uh, I mean, we can meet Diego McLeod, although I've already met him. Yeah. What about uh, what about uh, Ian Ian uh, Norris? We had Ian on the show. We've also had uh, Diego McLeod. Diego does the on the very end of our on our uh, thing going out. He's the guy that uh, sings somewhat sometimes when we touch. So. Uh, and be open to all those people, but uh, I think you know you got to keep the the group. It's got to be cool people, and you, and you've got to keep it kind of kind of tight, kind of kind of a tight bunch because we don't want anybody you know kind of harshing our gig, that kind of thing. So um, right. yeah, let's just uh, keep it mellow. I don't know, but uh, you should never say never. Is what you, I'm saying. You, you just said it twice. Never say never. <laughs> now there are some things. He's four times. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there there are some never things though, like. Uh, have, have you have you ever seen a Chinese restaurant commercial? That's that's kind of a never proposition. <laughs> that's, you know, I want to say I want. It's I think I think maybe in high school there was like a local like cable access you know like commercial for a Chinese restaurant. No, I, no, never. I, yeah, I've been around media a long time, and I've never ever. I've seen every other, I think, every other category, every other uh, type of business, every restaurant, every whatever you you can mention, but uh-huh. never ever in any of the markets, any of the places I've been, have I ever seen anything for a Chinese yeah, restaurant. I, I'm just, guessing if I Google it, why am I FaceTiming my son? Um, I, uh, I If I Google it right now, I bet you it would be parody commercials. Well, yeah, they're going to do the stuff about, you know, the, the cat catcher or some shit like that. Those, those things always come up. But, yeah, so, yeah, just never say never unless you're talking about Chinese restaurant commercials is what I'm trying to say. Somewhere along the road. <laughs> we, we should make one. We, there's a, hey, there's a market here, man. Could be. We could just start trying to go hard sell on these guys, walk in. We've got a deal for you, folks. It's halfway to Christmas. Let's advertise. <laughs> they, they they just don't need to well advertise because there's a Chinese food and on Christmas all the Jews the, the Jews eat the Chinese food. Have you ever gone here. like okay, so I know you're you're you've got more of a uh, ethnic uh, population out there than we do in Iowa. Here it's primarily a WASP thing, you know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestants mm-hmm. and, and, and Catholics, but uh, emphasis on white. So, um, and not a, not a lot of Jews. I, I know some Jewish people and uh, there's probably, actually we've got, uh, we do have a mosque in town here too, so it's not like everybody in the Midwest is, is that way, but for the most part, yes. Um, to find anything in town here that's open, even a Chinese restaurant on, uh, like on Thanksgiving or Christmas, is extremely difficult. Because uh, I've looked, I, we uh, decided one year. I think it was Thanksgiving, actually, not Christmas. But we decided one year we're not going to do the Thanksgiving thing. We're going to go eat Chinese food. We drive around, we look around, look around, look around. No Chinese places open. Mm. And I uh, can't find anything. And so we had to go to Iowa City, which is uh, you know, a 20, 30-minute drive from where I'm at in a university town, to look around. And down there, the only thing that we could find was an Indian restaurant, which was great. But there's not much choice on that day. So you're in, in New York or in that area, you, you have most oh of the... Oh, my God, so yeah. many. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, that's the thing. Like on, on Christmas Day, um, Jews 
the Jews, they they get Chinese food, <laughs> yeah. and they go to they go to see a movie. It's great. Well, I've gone to see movies on Christmas. I think that's really? pretty. Yeah. I've never done it. Although they, they there are occasionally they do release big movies on Christmas. They do. Yeah. 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 Like and we like are Home Alone. I think. Yeah. I don't know if that opened on Christmas. And we are halfway there. Halfway to Christmas. Not the, the clock is ticking <laughs> for anybody. But have you started your shopping yet? Yes, yes. I've gotten everything. I got everything for 2018 and 2019. I, my daughter's birthday was on Sunday, yes. Father's Day. I still have not ordered her gift. For her birthday gift? Yeah. But she stiffed you on Father's Day, you said, right? So. Uh, she gave me a card and said that I was the, you know, the okayest dad. So she gave you a homemade card. You could, you could, uh, you could go step above that and you could, you uh-huh. could actually pop for a real card. And then you'd be I like, did. I already gave her a real card. Okay. She got one. All right. So what are you thinking about for uh, birthday time? What's going on there? She got something picked out? I was thinking out? about getting a... Uh, I was thinking about getting uh, this... Uh, um, it's a Crossley record player, turntable. And uh, it's like... Uh, it's got built-in speakers. It has yeah, Bluetooth. Yeah, yeah. And, and she doesn't have like a decent Bluetooth device. I mean, that, And uh, a friend of mine has it. And it seems pretty okay. Uh, but then I made the mistake of uh, it's one hundred and ninety nine dollars, and I made the mistake of starting to read reviews on Amazon and elsewhere. And they're shit. And you got to start with the negative reviews first, because those tend to be the real ones. Yeah. And then everything that's like four or five, it's like I don't know. They got the shit for free, or I don't know. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna keep going back and forth, and then I keep. I don't know if I told you this. I keep getting these. Um, targeted uh, Facebook and Instagram ads from a I think it's called actorsplay.com or actorsplayhouse.com and it's based out of Freehold, New Jersey and it's these two dudes one dude's got to be around my age or maybe in his early 40s and the other guy is probably in his like early 30s and they teach uh, acting to to kids, to teenagers and preteens and it looks like it's pretty good and I think it's pretty affordable so I was thinking, like, if I get, like, the unlimited um, class uh, classes for her, that might be a cool thing. I mean, again, it's not about her being an actress. I just know that she she enjoyed it when she did it, when she played uh, Wendy in, in the fifth grade. She played Wendy in Peter Pan. And she was really decent. She uh, Her singing wasn't great, but her stage presence was really good, and she projected, and yeah, she was good, decent. And she, yeah. like, again, she seemed to like it. You should you should be a total stage dad. You should push her <laughs> as hard as you can to mm-hmm. make some damn money now. I did, like, no, I, you, I, at this point, absolutely. When they were younger, I didn't want yeah. them to do that, but that's because I had a full-time job with benefits. My ex-wife, I was married. My ex-wife made money. It was good. But now... I need these kids to be earners because I fucking hate work. All I do is drive. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. Today was a shitty driving day. Just lame. You know, up at fucking early. You know, up at like 4.45, 5 o'clock in the morning. Leave at like 6.15, 7 o'clock, get in the car. And then there was a car fire, you know? It wasn't my car fire. I was you had fine. a car fire? I didn't have a car fire. Someone had a car fire. And uh, it fucked up traffic and added uh, a good hour to the trip. What should have been 45 minutes to an hour, it took uh, two hours. Wow. Uh, and it's just cutting into my five. That guy. Or it's, woman. It's like a job, is what you're saying. It's, it's feeling like a yeah, job. Yeah, you have no control. No, I mean, it's, it always feels like a job. It's, it, it, more than anything, it's just exhausting. I'm fine. Uh, but if my kids can make money and be earners, fuck yeah. Yeah, you should you should get them out there because you know time is ticking and uh, true. if they're gonna if they're gonna get you like retired you know that kind of thing you can, they need to get some money going you can be their manager I don't know what, you, what a manager usually they take like fifteen percent what do they take I don't even know uh, depends uh, could be fifteen percent an agent could take like ten percent so that's like twenty five percent but not all uh, performers have um, agents and managers okay. Well, start with some pressure. You should tell her, um, you know, I'm, I'm 46. Is it 46, right? Years old. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll be 47 in September. Yeah. Start giving her some details. Like, uh, uh, tell her, uh, like, when you okay, if you go to sleep, uh, and I know you've you've had some irregular sleep hours, but uh, if you go to sleep, uh, do you sleep all night or do you got to get up and pee? Me? Yeah. I tend to sleep all night. 
You, you, you don't have to get up and pee yet. Okay, so I was going to say, if you did have to get up and pee in the night, uh, or, or multiple times, which which will, you know, you're like a year away from that, it's going to start happening. Um, you can tell her, you know, uh, we've got a limited window here, because pretty soon, I'm going to have to get up and pee in the night. And that's going to be really, uh, it's going to be tough on everybody, so let's let's make some money now. Let's. <laughs> sure, she's going to have to put me in a home. How are you going to afford that, Kylie? Yeah. You can't afford that. Your brother, is, he's a deadbeat. He's not going to do it. Just because he goes to a good high school, that means he's peaked already. It's over for him. <laughs> it's gone. So it's over. You're the one. I mean, yeah, you might not be able to carry on my name unless you become a man, and that's that's all within the realm of possibility now. I'm not going to wow. stop you. Whatever you need to do, Kylie, Craig, keep that name. Keep the name. Yeah. Because, yes. okay, yeah, he's in a good high school now, but what do they really teach you in school these days? I, I know... Everybody, like from what, from like fucking kindergarten on, all the way through school, they teach you certain things. Everybody knows how, as an example, to stop, drop, and roll. I don't think they know that anymore. They don't know that anymore. I will. I'll ask my children, but I'm I'm skeptical. Should ask them. Yeah, you know, which is it's it's around the idea that you're going to catch on fire sometime, and, and I think st- <laughs> yeah. statistically, yeah. How often does this come up? You know, have you have you have you ever heard anybody say? Yeah, my friend Stevie, you know, a little fucking rat, Stevie the Rat. Yeah. He fucking caught on fire one day. It was fucking weird as shit. And we were all yelling, stop, drop, and roll. He didn't know what we meant. He fucking burned up. He died. Well, you know, it's funny. I I haven't, there was something I thought of from like way back from our childhood, but I can't remember what it is. But I've not thought about stop, dropping, and rolling ever in a long time. And to tell you the <laughs> truth, like if I like spontaneously combusted, I don't know that I would think, Stop, drop, and roll. I would panic like I was like on psychedelics with you and Derek Markham in the fucking desert in New Mexico, <laughs> and I would be like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm doing. Be like, stop, drop, and roll, and I'd be like, drop, popping up. What? Crack, pockable. <laughs> rice Krispies. I have some Rice Krispies. <laughs> drop, 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 drop. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. I'd freak the fuck out. I would no, be like, be, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> you'd be so chill. We we would. We would have you. We would, we would. Uh, when you go out there, you know, you're going to put some uh, patchouli oil on your forehead. I'm, I'm having heart palpitations it, right now. No, you're Where's my be, blood pressure cuff? Hold you're on, one second. Gonna be it's, fine. We're gonna we're gonna talk you through this. It's gonna be oh, it's gonna be an enlightening experience. You're oh. gonna see you're gonna see your fucking chakras. Um, your uh-huh. shit is gonna be is gonna be golden. But this stop, drop, and roll thing. Uh, now these kids are all jeweling, uh, and yes, th- it's true. They should learn the fucking stop, drop, and roll because you can't catch on fire. There's no fire though with, with jeweling. You can't ca- like I mean yeah, but those things are blowing up left and right, aren't they? And people's like I don't know. I t- <laughs> I think they are. I've, they're burning down houses. They're and burning shit. shit down, you know. Yeah, you can get all the way through school, and nobody ever fucking teaches you how to balance a checkbook. But yeah. Stop, drop, and roll. You love the, and, and that's you, going away. Do you, you know? do you still write checks? I, you know, I haven't written a, tr- a check in uh, in a good amount of time. I don't remember the last time. We I, still have checks in the house um, for emergencies, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What. I have checks, and I've used them like when I had to, but I prefer not to. Yeah. No, they've got an app. You just like write yeah. an app. And- yeah, I have... No, I don't. And I yeah, always, you know, when I'm in wherever, I was just like a week ago behind somebody in a, in a checkout line in, at the grocery store. Yeah. And this fucking guy gets out. It was a dude, too. A guy? He, a yes, guy? it was a guy. And no he was, way. Yeah, and he was probably 50-ish. He wasn't that old. Gets out and starts writing a fucking check. And I'm like, what in the fuck is that strange thing you've got in your hand there, bro? It's like yeah, you're, holding up the, you're holding up the line. You know, it, yeah, so... My friend Ray, my friend Ray, he's in his he's in his fifties. The 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 golf swing shirt guy, right? He writes checks a lot. I mean, he's got a business though, so I guess he's always writing checks to vendors and shit. But I don't know why he doesn't just use like the TD Bank app and just have. I don't know. I guess he just has to do it on the spot. I get checks from him. Yeah, I mean, you could PayPal somebody. Yeah, but my could... my boss PayPal's me. He sends me money through Square Cash or Venmo. Yeah. I, I got I got. Uh, I got square cashed today. I don't know that you can use square cashed as a verb, but he, he did. He gave me. If you can get texted, I think you can get square cashed or Venmoed yeah. or Venmoed. Did oh well maybe this was the thing that I was thinking of maybe not I don't know um, when when your kids were younger and uh, I don't know if they played soccer or, or any sports or field hockey basketball anything did they play any sports? 
So my uh, oldest daughter, she did soccer for a little while, but she okay. was way more into the uh, cookie and the juice box portion of things. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and kind of like chasing butterflies through, you know, as you yeah. know, when the other kids would be over in the scrum trying to, you know, kick uh -huh. the ball. She was like, "Oh, look at that! Oh, that's a pretty butterfly." So um, she wasn't really into that at, at all. And uh, Tori uh, played basketball, and, and uh, she's uh, she's in, interested in, in trying to do volleyball and. Uh, We'll see how that goes, okay. but she's actually at a volleyball camp this week. Now, now, did they did they ever say um, like my kids used to say this all the time, and all, all a lot of the neighborhood kids would say it when they had like a game against another team. Like so, Cameron, uh, our neighbor across the street, is is Emmett. So if we were playing Emmett's team, or he knew that he was playing Emmett's team, he would say we're versing Emmett's team. Versing. Versing. Okay. Using verse as a verb, and it would drive me nuts. I would lose my mind. The other thing that they say, and this happened the other day, uh, they said um, Cameron was in. I think it was yeah, uh, my ex-wife Andrea, myself, Cameron, and Kylie going to Kylie's. You know, it was the Father's Day, but really it was Kylie's birthday dinner, and uh, telling a story about going to the nurse because Cameron goes to the nurse a lot because he has uh, type one diabetes, and. Instead of saying I was in the nurse's office, they say I was in the nurse. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God, don't say it. And, and they've said it. And I'm like, what? In the nurse? No, that's so that's so wrong on so many levels. You were not in the nurse. No, I was in, I was at Cameron. You better stop right now. <laughs> Maybe I hate it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's grammatically, yeah. It's, Incorrect. That's wrong. I mean, you're not in the nurse. The nurse is a, is a person. She's hot. That's right. Oh, I was in the nurse. Yeah, in the Creep. nurse. So I should I should mention that uh, even though I hate the beer shout outs, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm drinking a uh, from Urban Chestnut Brewing Company in St. Louis, Missouri. I am drinking a uh, beer called Fantasyland. Okay. It is a Midwest Coast IPA ale. Now the thing that is huh. different about this that uh, is, is kind of weird. Uh, and they don't allow these here. I, I, I transported this, I was a bootlegger. I transported this illegally, I, I guess, across state lines a while back, uh, bought it in the St. Louis area. But when you pop the top on the can, the whole top of the can comes off with the pop top. So it makes the 16 ounce can, the pint can, is like a big glass. You seen huh. those? No, I have not. Sounds pretty good. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah. And I guess um, I had talked to a guy down there when I bought these. I was asking about it, and I said, "You know, wow, this is cool. Are they going to do this everywhere?" And he said, "Actually, they're only uh, these types of cans with that. It's a pull tab, and so pull tabs were outlawed like back in the I don't know 70s or something like that because they were trying to get uh, less litter, and uh, those things were all over. They're you know used on everything." And so pull tabs were outlawed in a lot of states, and but not in Missouri, I guess, apparently. And so you can still buy a can with a big-ass pull tab on the top, and the whole whole thing is like a big glass. So, yeah. What you got there? You're opening something. And uh, I am drinking, uh, I, I think I'm drinking the German Budweiser. It's not German so Budweiser. good. German it's, Budweiser? It's a uh, Bitburger. It's not very good. I've never oh. had it before. It's not actually made by Budweiser. No, no. I, I don't know who owns it. I mean, it's just, uh, it's uh, Germ uh, premium beer. Germans, uh, Germany's premium beer. I don't know, since 1817. German lager. What do they call those? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not very good. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good at all. I thought the Germans were good at making beer, but uh, maybe not. Some of those I are good. Some of those are yeah, good. Yeah, I'm sure. But maybe it's just I'm not good at buying beer. I went for an inexpensive beer. I was at Whole Foods, and I was just like, I don't want to spend a lot of money. I was just going to have a couple of drinks. Right. So it was a kind of a sad week in the rap community. Uh, two, of them, two of them. How two. do you say this guy's name? Is it uh, Extension? Extination. Extination? Uh, I don't. You know what? Did, have you ever, did you listen to his music? I have. I have not. Okay. I... I knew right. his song "Sad." So he his so apparently his second album, which had come out recently, he was twenty years old, and he was shot and killed in Miami. Right. Uh, he had some domestic abuse uh, charges. Bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, pregnant girlfriend. But now apparently, so his first album. This is according to my son Cameron. 
uh, was just nasty and stupid and just like not very great lyrically or whatever. And then his second album, which just came out more recently, I think earlier this year, it, the title of the album is Question Mark. And it's a lot more emotional and emo, but not necessarily full-on emo. Like, he does a song with Travis Barker. You know Travis Barker from Blink-182? Uh, Blink yeah, right. yeah. The, the drummer, right? The drummer who almost died in the, the plane yeah. crash, that guy? plane crash, yeah. fire. Yeah, so he's got a, a song with him, but I think, I don't know if Travis Barker's playing guitar or what, but, but whatever. But he's, and even the opening of the record is him, like, with, like, music underneath, and he's just sort of... Tell, like it's like a spoken word of him explaining like this is not what you expect this is not what it is so I, and again I, like it was intriguing like I, and I remember the song Sad um, I liked it like I, I didn't know anything about the guy but you know I'm obsessed with uh, that um, what am I obsessed with oh yeah the, uh, the the Spotify playlist Rap Caviar Rap I'm Caviar really, like, okay. yeah 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 so I don't other, know it's sad though it's other sad guy that, somebody yeah. named Jimmy Wapo right Jimmy that, Wapo? Cameron told me about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't What's, know that guy. You don't know Jimmy Wapo's jam? No. Know what that's all about? No. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they, yeah, I was reading reading about the guy's, uh, the guy's you know, uh, arrest report, Mr. Triple X or whatever his name is. Eh, I don't know. I, I may go listen to it just for the fun of it, but... Uh, well, I, 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 take a listen. I don't know. I, it, it's I. I kind of like. I mean, I, who's the guy? Uh, um, what the fuck's his name? The Lucid Dreams guy. No, <laughs> not Kanye. Although Kanye, did you see? Did you see that Kanye produced um, uh, Nas's new album? Nas, Nas is has like my album. age. Yeah, no, I did not know yeah, that. It just came out of nowhere. It just like boom. Just last week had a listening party in Brooklyn. Like right on the East River, yeah, and it was like a big listening party, and uh, yeah, actually one of the songs uh, is pretty good. A couple of the songs are good. Yeah, like I, the one, the cop shot the kid. Uh, is is like, it's got to be like seven minutes long. It's pretty, I I mean, I don't know much about Nas. I didn't really. I kind of missed Nas, but I knew he was good, and I'm pretty sure he played at like Lincoln Center with an orchestra, or maybe it was Carnegie Hall. But, uh, yeah, it came out of nowhere. I don't know the last time he put an album out. And, uh, yes, Kanye just keeps... And, I, and that's interesting about this world is that shit just comes out of nowhere. Yes, like, it can, you know, you know, Beyonce had done that. She was doing that for a little bit before, like, Spotify and Internet was what it was. I think Taylor Swift was pretty consistent at doing that where there was, like, not much of, like, an announcement. But now anyone can do it. Yes, you can. You and, and I, you uh, and I could drop a. We can drop a record. We could. I. I, I was gonna say I listened to the new Kanye, the Ye Ye Ye. Yeah, I listened to it a lot when it first came out. <laughs> and, uh, uh, he's got it. Guy is. I mean, no matter what you want to say about him, he's. He's. You know, he's crazy. He's nuts. He's whatever. Uh, that thing is. That is. It's really solid. It's really good. I, I think no, there's it was great. some really. I'm not, there's pretty good stuff on there, man. I, I like. It's it's like you know when you listen to the music, you're like, all right, it kind of has a sense of humor about the shit, right? Like yeah. it's like, and it seems like he's having fun with it. It's just from the outside, like when other people talk to him, he just seems like he's fucking crazy. And maybe he's a bit emotional, but eh, whatever. I mean, he's got his shit together for for. For producing and making records although there's that the the dude that produces his record is really fucking good he's like a behind the scenes guy who's got to be in his 50s now like he produced like nwa all kinds of shit uh, i forgot his name big guy like i i'm really interested in finding out more about dudes like that like that very few people know you know but they're responsible for beats. Like, like as a matter of fact, you know the the uh, you like uh, the Kendrick Lamar album, um, but humble. I was watching so rap caviar caviar the other day was playing the dude that came up with that beat and that for humble, and that was supposed to be for someone else. Yeah, I think the the thing about humble is actually it's the piano, the little the that piano. piano yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was really good to see the two dudes that wrote it, and they had it for someone to do, but that dude wasn't ready. So they were just, and then it, and it worked so well, right? I mean, but that's 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 songwriters. You uh, are are just, you know, the, the songs were written for one artist, but it just didn't work out for whatever reason, and then it went to another artist, and then you can't even imagine someone else singing that song, you know. So I guess it's kind of the same thing with a beat, you know, or like that. It's 
Yeah, I'll try to find it and send it to you. Because the thing, the thing for that that piano thing with it's it's. So anytime I would hear dudes, I don't know where you stood when hip hop and rap first started, was like old like classic rock white dudes is just like would say that it's not music yeah 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 they did i fucking i like i it always bothered me because i'd be like okay if that's the case then i want you to sit down make a beat and i want you to drop a rhyme right now seriously tell me do that what is it then like i just i don't like the idea of discounting shit like that just because you don't like it yeah, I mean, it was. It sounded really strange in context. You know, I remember the first, uh, the first rap stuff that I heard was uh, I got an uh, f- an album free when I was working in radio, and uh, I was like going through the bin of stuff they were just giving away that anybody could grab, and I saw this thing. It was by Grandmaster Flash, mm-hmm. and. Uh, <laughs> It's like, got that home and put it on. I was like, what the fuck is this? This is, you know, it it sounded, you know, it was like nothing I'd ever heard before. So, I, you know, I didn't know exactly what the deal was. I was surprised the other day when I heard somebody saying that uh, Debbie Harry, a blondie. Had the first rap. First female rap thing. Yes. With. Uh, Fab Five Freddy. Yeah, with, uh, what is that song called? Cars uh, and Mars. And yeah. I was like, really? Like, nah, there's got to be something before that. But what do I? Know? I there were there was there was stuff before that. Yeah, you'd think so. I think that um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of that song. It's kind of there's a reggae song from back in the '70s uh, that uh, I guess that was ska, but um, Desmond Decker and the Aces, a song called "The Israelites," was. Hmm kind of a rap ska thing that was uh, I thought that was I don't know one of the first maybe not I don't know did you ever get into ska uh, it's not uh, like exclusively there's some songs that like that like that Desmond Decker song that I really like there's some uh, uh, like Sublime had some ska mm-hmm. stuff uh, yep. Police had Mighty Mighty stuff. Boss Tones got pretty big yeah I mean, yeah so uh, kind of yeah you know, it's a song here and there, but not to say, yeah, I'm going to sit down. I'm going to listen to you know just this stuff over and over. I found that with, for me, um, there's certain types of music, and uh, so if you might go to like okay, you might go to a club and there's a ska band playing, and you listen mm-hmm. to them for three or four hours, and it sounds great. And so mm-hmm. you buy their CD or whatever, and then you take it home and you listen to like two songs. You're like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way I am with the ska or a lot of yeah, well, just a lot of uh, of uh, reggae music, ska jazz bluegrass mm-hmm. blues all those kind of fit in that category where if you're if they to me they translate a lot translate much better in a live setting and then when I try to listen just outside of that setting it for me it's like I after a, two or three songs I want to put a stick in my eye <laughs> were, were you were you into uh, were you into uh, fishbone at all I like fish. Yeah, I like Fishbone. Uh, I, and I think it, I saw them once. Same kind of category. It's kind of like, uh, what was that guy's name? Corey, uh, guy from Fishbone, Corey something or other. I forgot it? his name. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, I was, uh, in fact, I even, I think I saw, yeah, I did. I saw I them saw live. I saw them at Lollapalooza. Yeah, I saw them uh, live once, and it, it's the same thing. A great band live, but when I try to listen to it later, like, in the early 90s though they kind of moved away from that like ska punk and moved into this almost like kind of metal like not hard metal but like a hard rock like slight metal thing for a little bit it's just kind of different like sound for them uh but i don't think it lasted very long yeah i, I don't know i'm i'm I was all over the map with music, like uh, you know, it, like Primus played at one of the. I don't know if you uh, were around for Lollapalooza's early on when they first started. I went last year. No. <laughs> <laughs> in Chicago. They uh, in Chicago. That's right. Yeah, at uh, downtown on the uh, whatever the hell you call it. Um, yeah, so the first Grant one Park. and the third one, I think, and uh, and I and it was uh, Nine Inch Nails. Ice T was there. He was played with Body Count, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, with Cop Killer. Yes, uh, and I can't remember who else, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I don't know. Music festivals were uh, weren't as good back then as they seem to be now. Well, now they seem to you know seem to be uh, three day events, and uh, you know if you really 
if you can afford it, you get into the VIP, uh, you know, sort of access, and you get better parking and better food, and you know that sort of thing. Th- that's fine. And there's there's some great great uh, variety, I guess, in what they present now. It used to be that you know, if you went to one of those things, like a lot of the not that everybody was the same genre of music, but now you've got just a huge variety of what what they over a three day period, you know, depending on they're usually like three stages going and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So you can see a lot of different something something for everyone. Yeah. Something for everyone. So yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I, if I could, if I could, uh, if I could get in and get there without too much uh, parking hassle, and uh, like I said, uh, if I could sit in the shade, <laughs> eat good food, uh, all of that, that would be fine. Yeah. Uh, have a yeah. have a, a bathroom nearby, but I know that stuff is yeah. It's like it's crazy talk for a festival. So yeah, I, yeah I, I'm uh, when people ask me. Sometimes people ask me what kind of music I like, and I'm like. I uh, I'm like a Coachella third stage kind of guy. I'm a hipster. I'm a fucking douchebag hipster. I know about <laughs> shit before you do, and then I hate it. Once you, you find lo- out about it, you got to look at them and say, "There's only two kinds of music. There's the there's the good kind and the other kind." Yeah, I like right. the good kind, bro. Good kind, yeah. <laughs> so figure it, it out. Figure it out. I was oh God. I went down a weird rabbit hole today, music-wise. I don't even know how I got there, but uh, somebody at work said something about some song. They said something about something else, and I was started uh, first just listening to uh, certain songs on YouTube, and I had the headphones on, wasn't looking at the videos. But then uh, I got uh, watching. Uh, by the end of it, I was watching Glenn Campbell, and. Uh, <laughs> Can you backtrack? I don't how even you got know. There? I, I don't even know exactly how I got there. It was just, it was a, I don't know. I probably started with Fishbone, and somehow I ended up with <laughs> Glenn Campbell. That's what I do. Um, and so, uh, you know, sad story. You know, the way he, he had got the, he got Alzheimer's, and and uh, that if you've ever seen the the documentary about that last uh, tour thing that he went on, it's like, oh God, I, I would. Uh, I would just challenge anybody to watch that without shedding a tear. It's just, uh, it's uh, really well done, the documentary that they did. can't remember the name of it. But uh, so uh, I'm watching this, uh, various versions of him playing different songs and being on some of these like late night talk shows and stuff. And there was one from uh, the year 2000. He was on, uh, I'm trying to remember who did Late Late Night uh, in about that time frame. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. But anyway, so he's on Late Late Night, about year 2000, and he plays uh, Wichita Lineman with just an acoustic guitar. And that song was, you know, in its when it came out in the late 60s, whenever that was, it had all this instrumentation, all this lush instrumentation. It had, you know, it had, uh, there was a string section, and there was a, uh, you know, somebody playing vibraphones and all this stuff. It was, you know, just a big, overly produced huge you know sounding song that like they used to do back then they had the uh, you know these uh, studio uh, guys that would play these uh, these instruments for these stuff and they, that was just the the big sound was what they were trying to produce always back then but he gets just playing with just an acoustic guitar he plays that song and he does all of the weird all of the weird you know um, it, you just have to see it he does all of the parts of the song on an acoustic guitar and just slays it just um, it was like it was amazing. The guy was he was he was talent. He was I don't know if he was uh, Jimmy Wapo if he was that good or X X X Tension is that how we say it? Yes. Now, <laughs> it, it, when was this movie? This is a documentary. Uh, the Glenn Campbell documentary was out like a couple of years ago. Yeah, something like that. I, I don't remember what it was called. No, 2014. It's called I'll Be Me. I'll Be Me. Yeah, that is. is. Glenn Campbell starts a farewell tour after he's diagnosed with Alzheimer's. I can't watch that. I, honestly, tonight, if I watch that tonight, I, like I may not sound like it, but I was not in a good mood when I when we turned on the mics. I, I changed my mind because I, I I started laughing about stop, dropping, and rolling. I was just picturing <laughs> myself tripping on acid, stop, dropping, and rolling. <laughs> and I was like, "This is good. I'm good." I'm just talking about rappers and I'm, whatever, or not mushrooms. Mushrooms, mushrooms the, the, right. the healthy stuff, the good right. stuff for you. So yeah, I, I so you went down this this little um, like rabbit hole of music. You you texted me today that uh, about Michael DeBars, and and I went down that rabbit hole, which took me to a place. But and then of course in my head, I'm like Michael DeBars, which was he? And then I know I, I knew he was a musician and an actor, and I knew he wasn't young, and I knew he was British. But in my head, I also thought of like DeBarge, like the DeBarge family and El DeBarge. And then all of a sudden, I'm watching like Rhythm of the Night, and I'm like, I'm 
It was just a lot going on. So, so what, what's the deal? Michael DeBars followed us on Twitter. He did, but yeah. everybody's like, "Who? Who? What are you talking about?" He, yeah. So he's a Twitter whore. He's just out trying to get. Yeah, follows. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're one of the fifty-six or fifty-seven thousand people that he's following, <laughs> right, right. something yeah, like yeah. that. But uh, he used to be. Uh, he filled in. Uh, like I said, I was, I was texting Palmer. you. Yeah, when Robert Palmer left the power station, he filled in uh. Uh, there. Uh, he was in the Knack for a while. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was when he was in the Knack. I don't know if he's. Yeah, he must have sang. He probably sang "Good Girls Don't" for a while or, or all that stuff. Um, my Sharona. Um, I'd see that. That's my favorite. He's a good looking dude. He's a good looking dude, but he was like he's like so eighties. He's got got like that square jaw. Kind of he had the eighties hair. Like he and and Andy Taylor from Duran Duran, who I yep. saw them on like the Today Show being interviewed and wearing just like the most eighties like style boxy like blazer. The colors just like salmon, pink, yellow. It's crazy. <laughs> I was like, I, but I went down that like apparently him following us on. Twitter Twitter worked because I was like just all over. I was on his YouTube page. I'm like, what is this? I didn't know he had a he's on serious accent. I don't even understand. What is that dude? He's doing some kind of a show that it's. They said it was uh, Little Steven, so it's Little Steven from yeah, the Underground Garage. He has yeah from Springsteen's band. That yeah. Little Steven. Steve, Somehow yeah, mixed Steve. up with him. I don't know. Yeah. But it, his biggest claim to fame is his ex-wife Pamela was. Uh, She's like the, the biggest groupie. The, groupie, the biggest yeah. groupie ever. Yeah, she fucked a lot of rock stars. So she, yeah, she fucked every rock star on the planet, and then he married her. And they were together for quite a while, I think. But uh, he may have been going for a little extra fame there. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he loved her. Maybe it was uh, kismet, that sort of thing. I well, don't know. when you when your groupie wife is more famous than you, you know, yes, come on. Well, you know, he had his he had his little little run at things. So, and he's still he's he's on, uh, you know. Big big time satellite radio now. So what can you say? Well, you know, I, I didn't know that he was on satellite radio. You know, I, I think I've told you about this. Which you know, I, I downloaded the BBC radio app. And, yeah. You know, Iggy, Iggy Pop has a radio show, uh, BBC Radio Six, and it's really? fucking awesome. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Like I was like finding shit, like that he played, that on Spotify maybe a thousand listens, and the shit was good. Right? Or just, if, if not great, it was interesting. It was like, how the fuck did... Because, you know, I, I think I was telling you today when I sent you a link to uh, music. Uh, um, I, what was the name of that band that I sent you? Do you remember? I forgot what they were called. I'll look it up. Buddha uh, Band. The Buddha Band. The Buddha, the, and you know who I immediately thought of when I heard it? Who? Derek Markham. New Mexico. <laughs> I was like, Derek Why? Markham would love that motherfucking shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was just something about it because it's all instrumental. It's just sort of, it gets to a point though where it was like, I listened to it, I sent it to you after hearing like two or three songs, and then I kept listening to them. And I'm like, I don't think I could do more than like four songs. <laughs> like, I'm done. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, Tapping I can't, up. I couldn't see them in concert. Like, yeah. like it's like uh, Primus. I can't listen to more than two Primus songs. Fucking yeah. Les Claypool is talented, but fucking stop, man. After, dude. A while, after a while, it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't, that was the worst fucking list. That, that was yeah, that was pretty bad. Ever, I don't know what that was. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I understood because you know, sort of. You but, filled uh, in the blank. So yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Mentally, I, I was there. So, uh, you know, we were t- we did we do texting back and forth, uh, yeah. and you you sent me a, a copy of your request to the local uh, uh, police department. You were requesting yes, what? What, what was it? You were requesting again? Yes. So, so I think it was back in April, right? So episode, somewhere between episode like 51 and 52 maybe, something like that. I think it was uh, on April, Wednesday, April 25th. So whatever <laughs> episode that was, the next one, I, when I got, um, when, I, when I pooped, I pooped myself, I took a shower, I got changed, I wore, <laughs> I wore pajama pants, a t-shirt, my hair was down. Like, like you know, it's past my shoulders. It's like kind of curly. I looked like uh, Brett the Hitman Hart, kind of like a, like an '80s like, uh, well, a hockey player throughout space and time. Just like <laughs> hockey hair or like '80s wrestler hair. Yeah. And I got pulled over on my folding bicycle by a uh, Middletown police officer. So, so anyway, so I, 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 
I don't know. I don't know if I talked about it on the show. I think I may have about. Uh, I think I told you where uh, Cameron got caught for the jewels. You know, the uh, for uh, having a jewel. The incendi- it was incendiary like device time. that he needs to right, run. Yeah, the, right. Yeah. He he almost blew up the house. So no, he uh, he got caught with it. His mom caught him, and the third time he got caught, she was even just really upset, really angry beside it, beside herself. And it turns out that Cameron bought it. At a 76 gas station, you know the the 76, the whatever. It's a it's a local gas station, owned by an Indian dude. I stopped in and confronted the guy. Cameron didn't come in with me the first time. He, the second time he got caught, and the guy played dumb and said, "I no, don't know nothing no, about what you're talking send, about." No, no, it's just he. We don't <laughs> settle to under no, his cat. And I'm like, okay, that's the oh, so, okay. So why my son has no reason to lie? Why would he lie? Right? I would have brought him in here. But I'm not that much of an asshole, okay? I'm just, you know, I was angry. I was like, fuck you, dude. Uh, but at the same time, my son went in and he bought it. You know, when I was Cameron's age or even younger, I used to go into stores owned by Indian dudes and Pakistani guys and buy fucking, like, 40 ounces of Budweiser. You know, uh, whatever. They're just trying to make a living, just trying to, whatever. So, um, <laughs> I, but anyway, so so the second time it happens, we say to Cameron, where'd you get it from? He's like, the 76. I said, you fucking got it at the same fucking place after I fucking drove into that fight. I should have brought you inside, you fucking asshole. I was so annoyed. But I was like, okay, what are you going to do? My ex-wife called the police. And they showed up at the house to fill out a police report. Fucking 60,000, 70,000 people in this town. And a cop, someone told me that if you call the police and and have them come over to fill out a police report, they have to come over, right? Like, they kind of have to. All right. So he showed up. And I let him in the house, gave him my ID. He took my ID. I'd be like, what do you mean I got to give you my ID? I'm not in fucking trouble. Fuck you. Um, you know, but it was cool. It was like I was... And then... My ex-wife, like, she sat down in the living room. She had Cameron come down. The cop is there, and he's filling out, he's taking the notes, like, filling out the police report. And Andrea's really angry, and she's like, what can we do to this, you know? I think I said this on here, but uh, he, and and uh, I just sort of looked at the cop. I looked at Andrea. I looked at Cameron, and I said, well, what we can do is parent our child. Right, so it's not like I'm a great dad or a good dad, but I mean, I don't know. She was just like misdirecting her anger, but nonetheless, the guy did the police report, and the whole idea was that I would go to the police station, get the police report, because he said, you know, it'll get the detectives will see it, but it'll be at their discretion whether or not they pursue it. They're not gonna fucking pursue it, right? Like whatever, fucking dopey guy sells underage stuff so what i can do is take the police report and send it to the governing body for the state of new jersey that regulates nicotine sales right and they'll probably send the guy a fine into there so i finally went this is you know back in april i finally went into the police station to get the police report 8 30 in the morning they had just opened up the woman that works behind the counter looks exactly like every fucking woman that works in a government agency <laughs> just sort of like she's kind of got like a big ass like she's like kind of like in her 50s she kind of got like the glasses and, and she's just eh. and she's such an asshole like i just i i, I walked in i said I, I would like to um you know or get a police report a public record I, I don't really have a lot of information i don't have the cop's name or anything or even the date and uh, I, I said, so she said, please explain it. And she got me a form. And I said, I, you know, I told the guy to get the, you know, I, I, I called the cop for this thing. And under the and uh, we made a complaint. She's like, is it a police report or a complaint? I said, I don't know. I didn't fill out the form. I don't know the difference. But she was such a dick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, like, it was like we pay taxes. You work at the thing. I don't fucking know. So she was in that. And then I filled out the form, and then I asked her, you know, I got pulled over on a bicycle. Um, I don't know. I didn't get a summons or a fine or anything, but I'm wondering would a, if, if that happened, would a police officer do a police report? She said it depends on the police officer. So I don't know his name. So I gave her my driver's license, and sure enough, there's a fucking police report for the night that I got pulled over on my fucking bicycle. And I'm so excited. Like, honestly, it was the highlight of my week. So I, did you read nope. this police department? The, the no, report? no, there is no report yet. I mean, so look, this woman was an asshole to me. She said it takes uh, five to seven business days 
it's going to take like 10 business days because she did not like me. She's not going to fucking rush to pull my police report, <laughs> right? It's a public record, and I will get it, but uh, I don't. I doubt I'll have it for the next time we record on Sunday. So I'm hoping to have it in a week. Did she see you ride up on the folding bicycle? No. Oh, no. Because she'd really uh, but, not like you. <laughs> but there's part of me that's thinking about trolling the police department. How are you going to do that? Yeah. By just always going in there and just and requesting police reports because they're reports. free, right? Like just just like just go to Middletown Patch, like you go online and look and see, and just start pulling police reports. And I'm just gonna be like that fucking guy. And then because I, I want to interview the 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 police officer about it, I would love to make a short film about him pulling me over. <laughs> like I would, lo- or or a podcast or something. I would love to do something with it. You can go in, you know. I, well, I don't know how how crazy do you want to seem? Because you could you could. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to seem crazy. I want people to be like n- know that I am fucking crazy. <laughs> so you can go it's in and, and ask her. You know about. Uh, you can ask her. Um, uh, are Are you worried about the Bermuda Triangle? Because <laughs> I've been. I've always been worried about the B- Bermuda Triangle, and I was wondering. You know. I've, because I'm thinking about going to New Mexico and meeting these two dudes that I've never met in real life and fucking taking psychedelic mushrooms and then and then stop dropping and rolling and then fucking getting on a plane, like hijack a plane. Do they hijack planes anymore? And go into the fucking Bermuda Triangle on my fucking folding bicycle. <laughs> but I'm a little worried about the Bermuda Triangle. You know, it's... Uh, That's yeah. not a thing, right? That doesn't really happen. What, worrying about the Bermuda Triangle? No, no, that the planes go down to the Bermuda Triangle. Oh, fuck triangle. yes. Like no, once a day, really? shit's going down left and right there. <laughs> Fake they, news. They they've had. Uh, I, I've seen some shows on this, and I spent. I got to tell you, I spent and I spent an inordinate, uh, inordinate, inordinate, um, inordinate, in oh, yeah, I whatever. That. I spent a lot of time unnecessarily <laughs> worrying needlessly. I, I will have to say about the Bermuda Triangle when I was when I was a youth, and because. They kept telling us about this shit. Um, like I said, there's no fucking mention uh, ever in school about how to balance a fucking checkbook. Nothing really very practical. The only two things that they fucking taught us were stop, drop, and motherfucking roll, and then about the Bermuda Triangle. Somehow I was always getting brought up. And uh, I was like, damn, there's some fucking place that if I go over it in uh, an airplane, if I go through it on a boat, if I'm swimming out there, I guess, I don't know. There's people out there just... Disappearing, they're just dropping off the face of the earth, and nobody can find those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And they seem to have, you know, they had all these stories about the Bermuda Triangle. So I was like, "Damn, I should be worried about this." Somehow, I had the feeling always as a child that I was gonna, I was gonna end up flying out there somehow. I was gonna, there was gonna be a, a necessary trip where I was going, I don't know, to Bermuda to uh, buy shorts or something. I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, you're never going to see me again. And it used to freak my shit out. So. How, when would you say? Was that in the uh, 80s you were thinking that way? Or 70s? Uh, 70s, yeah. It was it was a yeah, 70s thing. So I don't know. And um, I think they used to... There, there were a lot more... There was a lot more scare tactics then about the Bermuda Triangle. I don't know. Um, I probably shouldn't have worried about it. I think it was, like I said, I think it was needless worry. I think it was... Not that worry is ever a good idea. You know, now, now that now we call it, they don't even call it worrying anymore. It's got a brand new, it's got a sexy name. It's called overthinking. I overthought the shit out of the Bermuda Triangle. It was uh, it was puzzling to me. I, and uh, I don't know. There's no support groups for it. I can tell you that. I've looked. <laughs> no one's nobody. <laughs> Just stop, drop, and roll if you're going down. Stop, on the drop, and roll. Over there's, the, so there's the triangle. Yeah, you got the Bermuda Triangle. Freaked me out. Um, Ray Liotta, the actor, was always just. I yeah, don't even mention that guy. He's he is he is he's. You've talked about this before. He's it's a real thing though. There's something like, like, intense and scary about the, the dude. Have you seen? He's on the Shantax Shantix Shantax. I don't know what it is. There's some kind of a drug you take to quit smoking, which yeah. uh, the side effects are like drizzly shits. Uh, fucking either get drizzly shits or you can't shit or you're gonna commit suicide or blah 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 or you quit smoking. And uh, then they've got as their spokesperson, fucking Ray Liotta. It's like what the hell kind of scary shit is that? And so uh, yeah, I, there's no way I'd ever take Shantix even if I don't smoke. But if I did, I'd be like, I'm just gonna keep smoking. If I just <laughs> sorry, if it's Ray Liotta that I've got to hang out with to make this stop, fuck it, I'll take my chances. Yeah, him. Um, not fond of midgets or uh, tunnels. Those, you know. 
any tunnels? one of those things. Tunnels. Any kind of a tunnel. Like you've you've got to go through. You got your choice of like what? Do you have two tunnels you can go through from New Jersey to to the city? Or, or is it correct? Correct. No, 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 no more than that. So okay, so f- from New Jersey there are two. All right. Uh, and there's one from uh, Brooklyn into Manhattan. Okay. And so at any time, I'm, I'm assuming you, you take these tunnels on a fairly regular basis. I used to. I don't take them as much, but I, I, I will take them every... Oh, and there's one from Queens, the Queens Midtown Tunnel as well. Yeah. So at any time when you're in those, do you just do you just freak the fuck out? Do you think this thing's coming down? Uh, mostly, mostly not. However, there have been moments, especially when I was driving uh, uh, to and from Manhattan every day, uh, that traffic was so bad that I'd be in the tunnel for an inordinate amount of time. Good pronunciation. And it, it, it made me very uncomfortable. Like there were times where the, there was a uh, there was a Sylvester Stallone movie that involves a tunnel, and, and a traffic jam, and a flood, and maybe a fire, and maybe an explosion. Wow. I don't know what the name of the movie is. It was like one of those uh, post-Rocky, post-Rambo pre-Rocky 6 and 7. I don't know how many Rockies there are. But it was like, and, be, and, pri- and prior to that, like that, that action movie with like every single action movie star ever except for The Rock. Jason Statham, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that, like the only guy that's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, even Bruce Willis, I think, was in one of those movies with all those motherfuckers. But, uh, yeah, he, he, I, I think it was called The Tunnel. I have no idea. Maybe it's called Over the Top. No, that was a arm wrestling movie. <laughs> Let's just go with Sylvester the tunnel. Sylvester Stallone in Stop, Drop, and Roll. Stop. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I get in there, man, and I just feel like I got to get out. I just feel like I, 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 I've got to leave. I feel like a fat guy at a paleo convention. I got to get the <laughs> fuck out of there. It's like I do not want to be there with these other people. And so, yeah, there's one down in, uh, if you travel, I'm trying to think of where it was. Uh, it was in uh, D.C., I think, or near D.C., Maryland, maybe. There's a long one down in uh, yeah, the George Wallace Tunnel, which I believe is in Mobile. Mobile yeah, it is. Mobile, Alabama. And uh, I didn't know that that one was uh, was even there, and I was driving through Mobile, and uh, just like all of a sudden, Here's this tunnel. And we get into it. And this thing is like, I don't know, it seems like a long tunnel. It, it was, uh, it seemed like it was in there for way too long. And uh, I, I was sweating it. I was, yeah, it was a greasy mess. By the time I got out of there, it was just, yeah, not good. Just, yeah, completely needed to get the hell out of there because, you know, what, what good, I mean, what good can possibly happen in a tunnel? It's like being out after, you know, when your mother used to say, nothing after midnight, no, nothing that happens after midnight is good. Did your mother ever say that? Something like that? No. No? My mom never said that, no. What, did she have any momisms that you quickly recall that you're like? Uh, I think there's, uh, I think crossing your eyes, like you're going to, your eyes are going to stick that way. Like, uh, you know, like just the, the typical ones. Like, you know, I wasn't allowed to go in the pool after eating or whatever, but she just didn't want to watch me. Do you have any words that she used that were uh, different that you, uh, that you don't use? Any, anything like that? Mm, I, I don't know. I, I, uh, she, I mean, she did the thing that a lot of moms do. They'll use your first uh, and middle name, you know. So she would call me John Michael all the time, and I was usually in trouble. So my mother, she kind of spoke her own language a little bit sometimes. Um, she had, uh, she, if uh, somebody was was messy, uh, she often referred to those people messy people, or if you had a messy room. Uh, something that was messy, she would uh, refer to that as uh, "you were a slopper hauntus." <laughs> no fucking a what? A slopper hauntus. I have no idea. Where like Pocahontas? F- I don't know. I have fucking no idea. I've, I've googled this, oh. trying to figure out word origins. I have no idea, but it was slopper hauntus. She she used this term frequently. I have no idea. Is, is your mom still? Is your mom still alive? No, no, no. Has? So. Uh, so your mom. Your mom. I'm imagining. I'm imagining she was. Uh, she was born in, in, in like, the 1930-ish? Uh, I'm trying to think what year she would have been born in. Um, roughly. Yeah, roughly, yeah. And and she, um, she, she, how many children? How many siblings? Uh, she had eight children. I had one brother that died uh, shortly after birth. Child, yeah. Childbirth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and where do you fall in the, in the, in the mix? Youngest. 
You're the youngest. Youngest, yes. Well, what's the age there? I think we've talked about this, but I don't remember. The age, age gap between you and the and the the next youngest, the second youngest. Uh, second youngest, uh, I do have a uh, twin sister who would be yeah, yeah. an hour and a half older than me. That's <laughs> awesome. So you're yeah. the youngest. You're the baby, but you have a twin. That's yes, awesome. by an hour and a half. But then, okay. what about your brother, who's the Tom Daschle, the government guy, the one with Tom years. Daschle? Five, five years. years. Oh wow! So there's a little bit of a break there. You you guys were a happy twin accident. My uh, so uh, my parents had three kids, pretty much boom, 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 uh, and my oldest brother is 20 years older than I am. So they had of uh, damn. So there was a 20 year difference, and then she she had, so she had them like one, two, three, that like within probably four years, the first three, and then uh, she uh, they didn't have any kids for like. Would have been probably seven years, and then my sister was born, and then five years. Oh, sorry, I'm trying, 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 trying to figure out the difference in age here. Five years later, my brother was born. My brother Dan was born, and then five years after that, twins, menopause wow. twins. Wow. So yeah, quite a. How, are you and your sister close? I mean, you're twins, but are you guys? Do you get along? Are you uh, we get along. We're not close, but we we are. Yeah, we get along, I and mean, there's no animosity or anything like that but uh she's got her own jam i got mine but uh i wouldn't say we're we're close necessarily right and and, you know i'm not i'm not really good at science and biology and shit you guys uh identical twins uh well that no (laughs) (laughs) but now now if you could you transition into a woman or could she transition into a man and then could you guys be identical twins Uh, i'm trying to think if (laughs) i'd be a better woman or she'd be a better man um (laughs) It's a good question. It's, that's uh, nobody's ever asked that before. But um, <laughs> my mother would use one See? of her my, my my mother would use one of her other words, and she would call you just for asking that. She would call you a stoop nagel. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds so close to something else. I know. I know. That is so not okay. I'm convinced that your mother just had an accent, and that's exactly what no, she was saying. Slapper no, hottest, and stoop nagel were a couple words that she used were like <laughs> of, of her own making, I think. But um, um, although I'm, I wonder uh, because the area where we lived, there were a lot of Dutch immigrants, and. Um, they would have come over after World War II. Uh, there were there were a bunch of those people, and I wonder if somehow either of those words have some sort of Dutch thing going on. Even though she wasn't Dutch, she may have picked up something from. She was Irish, right? Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Slopper Hannes Stupnagel, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm not sure about the question whether I'd be. You know, no. Uh, if you are, uh, if it's a male female twin, uh, you're not uh, identical. Yeah, you'd be fraternal so twins, yeah, you'd, right? right. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how that works. But no, uh, not particularly close. But uh, no, there's no tension there either. There's nothing, uh, nothing like that. So it all works out. How's everything else? How's life? How's work? How's how's the kid? How how are the children? Like, I mean, they're off from school for a while now. Cameron's last day was today. That freaks me out. Yeah. Still, that he's that they have to go that long. Um, Tori is taking driver's education this uh, summer, and uh, oh, that's she's right because she's young. Yeah, yeah. She, you guys get your licenses sooner. Yeah, so she's she's lamenting over that whole thing about uh, having to get up early and uh, go to driver's ed during the during the summertime. So, yeah, that's Any pain. camp or anything, anything like that. Does she go to a camp? Is that what you're asking? Like, are they going to? Do they have like any like set summer activities? Uh, Tori's been in a volleyball camp uh, as well as doing the driver's ed thing and uh, Zoe uh, just went on a uh, vacation with uh, her closest friend and they went uh, for a week in a motorhome with her family and they went to Branson, Missouri which uh, oh yeah 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 Yakov Smirnov motherfucker yeah 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 yeah. so (laughs) um, Missouri is okay uh, okay if we got any listeners from Missouri I'm going to piss them off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've never been. I can't um, speak to it one way or the other. Missouri is very much uh, kind of a, a su- even though it's you know you, I think most people look at it on a map and see that it's uh, you know it's uh, basically uh, Midwest uh, right in the middle you know, central Midwest sort of thing, uh, sort of northern looking if you looked at it on a map. But it's very much like the South. They 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 very much relate to being uh, you know Dixie Rebel Southerners sort of thing because they were in in the Civil War. Missouri was part of the South. So um, that said, 
it's it's kind of a crazy place. It gets real. You know, they're very pro-Trump, very redneck. Very uh, there's a lot of hunting and fishing and you know trapping and um, there's a lot of Confederate flags and pickups and all that kind of shit. A lot of catfishing and noodling and um, all those kind of things that uh, that um, that rednecks like to do. There's there's a lot of them in in, uh, in the state. And so when you get down uh, to Branson, okay, Branson is very close to uh, Lake of the Ozarks, which is this huge fucking lake. It's it's and it's really a beautiful lake with uh, thousands of miles of coastline. Uh, it's got all these tributaries and and uh, twists around, does all these things. Very very wealthy. Uh, area sort of uh the the uh lake of the ozarks well not sort of it is um all the people that have any money from st louis or kansas city because it's kind of in the middle there they they're that's where they're going for their vacation stuff or that's where their summer home might be and so um and there's there's beautiful places down there beautiful resorts beautiful places it's it's just gorgeous and then a little ways south of that you run into branson now branson is it's got like all the goofy washed up kind of the crap you could imagine stuff from well maybe Glenn Campbell was there <laughs> I don't know but uh, so yeah, a lot of the stuff that's from like 40 years ago in country music or some weird you know you mentioned Yakov Smirnoff there's like some I can't remember there's some Japanese fiddle player guy that's got and they, they have their own big they own their own uh, venues down there so they live down there year round and they have their own venues and it's just this big crazy weird really Christianish uh, tourist trap southern kind of place and so um she got down there and she said it was fun but she said oh my god everybody down there is so fucking weird or she didn't say fucking but (laughs) it's so weird so um have you seen have you ever watched the uh what's that series uh yeah it's called uh um I'm trying the Jason Bateman thing where he's the money laundering guy down. Uh, uh, oh, the Ozark. Ozark, Ozark. Have you watched? I've that? never seen it. Yeah, I've, I've I've heard about it, but I've not seen it. Watch it. It's it's amazing. It's really good. It's it, it get you give a you get a really good feel of what the area is like, and um, Jason Bateman in that thing is just amazing. It's really good. Yeah, I've heard good things about it, but I, I've I've not. It's one of those things where it, it's I, I don't want to bite it off. Like it's it feels like it's like too much to chew. Like I'd have to watch it straight through, and I'm not ever. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like I was going to ask you actually if you can recommend anything. Like I see that uh, Better Call Saul season three is finally on Netflix. Yes, and that's the, I'm behind one season. I don't know if you're caught up, but I, I love that show and I, I want to watch that. But I, the Ozarks, I, I, I love Jason Bateman and I like it, but I, I, I just don't have a sense of what it is, and I don't know. It just feels like a lot to, 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 to chew on. You don't need to be so afraid of commitment. <laughs> I, I am like I mean. I'd sooner go into the desert of New Mexico with you and Derek Markham and do mushrooms and hang out with coyotes and stop, drop, and roll, you know. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.